0: again welcome to conspiracy 420 episode 85 and this is um an exclusive now on anchor and spotify you will only find this show on anchor and spotify we will no longer be doing the conspiracy on youtube because too many loopholes too many things people get hurt feelings get start crying and then we get like a negative review and they start
1: messing with well, our let's, numbers. Let, so. Let's tell it like it is. People get butthurt and and you know, they don't like certain things. They're just censoring too much. Yeah, it's too much. You know, so what we're gonna do now is all the conspiracy 420s os Um, we will put on, like you say, Anchor Spotify, but it does go on Pandora, it does go on Stitcher and iTunes and all the all the podcast engines. Oh, yeah,
0: go on every single download.
1: platform. Yep, yep. So we're still out there and I think we're going to have a little more freedom to say what we want on these platforms, I hope.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's still they're still places where freedom of speech is freedom of speech, you know. People yeah. get angry or whatever. It is
1: what it is. Right. So, Mike, what conspiracy are you bringing up today? What are we talking about? Okay, well, first of all, I just want to say that this what we're going to talk about today is not, is not a new conspiracy, but something that we've never discussed. And I think we're going to talk about it today and maybe at a later date as well. Um, this is about the, the the conspiracy about George H. W. Bush and his the the connection with the John Hinckley family. Okay, yeah. John, John Hinckley Jr. shot President Reagan in in early 1981, and uh, there's some very strange connections between the Bushes and the Hinkleys, uh, the both families actually, not just individuals, um, and. I, I, You know, when you look into this, it was never investigated back at the time of the uh, attempted assassination. And you got to wonder why. So I got a lot of info here. Um, It's based on what we're going to talk about today is based on a book by Russ Baker. No no relation to me. okay. Um, (laughs) And it's a book called Family of Secrets that came out in 2010. Uh, also, what I'm going to be talking about today is, is an article that Russ Baker wrote in 2016. Uh, I believe it's on the Internet. It's called like uh, What, When and How, I believe is the site. And uh, he talks about the research of his book and what he found and, you know, a few interesting points that are in the book and, and what he had to go through when he, when he wrote the book. Um, so let me just, you know, pose a couple of questions here. OK, now, why? Did George H.W. Bush and his cabinet determine that John Hinckley Jr. was a lone nutcase and there was no conspiracy here, foreign or domestic, in just five hours after the shooting? That's interesting. That's an interesting point. Okay. How could you how could you announce to the country that in just five hours after you, you know, this this terrible thing happened? that there's no, there's no conspiracy. How would they know that? Okay. Now to this day, the FBI still has not released documents about Hinkley. All right. There's very little known about the guy and he was released from prison last summer. Yeah. <laughs> last, last August. And, uh, when, when when I heard about that, I was like, when have you ever heard of a presidential assassin, you know, getting released. It just doesn't happen. Okay. You know, I i don't recall it, not in my lifetime and not in hearing about it in history. I mean, these people tend to stay away forever.
0: Yeah, okay? pretty much.
1: Yeah. But, you know, a lot of things about Hinckley Jr. I'm talking about John Hinckley Jr. A lot, a lot of it, a lot of his history is really kind of like a blank slate. We don't know. Okay. Now, Bush and the Bush family, Okay, they have a a history of not admitting associations with certain people. Okay, they kind of, you know, they 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 kind of have a way of of uh, when they're accused of something, they have a way of glossing over it and 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 kind of dismissing it, even though the questions are still there. Okay, now one example is you know George H. W. Bush. we're talking about the old man, okay, who's passed, okay, he he was asked on occasion, you know, where were you when JFK was shot? Now, anybody in that generation knows where they were when JFK was shot. Yeah. Okay. All right, that generation, uh, people born per, you know, right prior to World War II, and people born during and after World War II, in those close years after, that generation like my mom's generation everybody knows where they were it's that's just one of those it's you know where were you rob when 9-11 happened okay it's the same kind of thing now the old man bush 41 has said oh he doesn't know where he was okay in fact he was in dallas that day Mm. and there's record of this okay uh, there is record and I believe even photographic evidence of this. Okay. Now that's just an example of how the Bushes tend to mislead people. Okay. Now, um, one thing that I want to mention just to stay on JFK for a second is that when they were doing the investigations on JFK, they found the, this is the FBI. They, they found that, uh, uh, a tip was called in to the FBI right after JFK was shot that, that day. And it turned out that the, the person who made this call said that they had an idea of somebody who might be involved with the shooting. And that person turned out to be George HW Bush. Okay. He made a call in that day saying that, he had an idea on who might be involved. But then when they investigated it, Bush himself gave an alibi to that same person he accused. Now, the only reason I think you would do that, and maybe you'll agree with me, Rob, is, is you want to, you know, kind of trick trick the FBI and take them off the trail. Yeah, of course. I mean, I can't think of any reason to do that other than that. So, you know, there's been there's been, uh, you know, when it goes back to the JFK thing. And that's only just a, you know, an aside of what we're going to discuss today. uh, There's some strange things with that. All right. Now, Bush was also a longtime acquaintance with uh, George de Mohorin Schilt, Mohorin Schilt, if I'm pronouncing it right. He was a Russian baron or called a Russian baron that was very good friends with Lee Harvey Oswald in the year before of the assassination. Wow. Okay. So you have that connection. Now, both of these men, uh, George Demoran Schilt and George H.W. Bush, both had worked covertly for the CIA for years. And that was prior to the 1976 appointment of, of Bush to the CIA. Okay. He headed the CIA from 76 until, uh, you know, a few years later after that, when he ran for president. Okay. Now, interestingly, 1975 was, uh, I believe the end of the Senate's church committee. Now the church committee was the committee that discovered the CIA's involvement In arranging the removal of several foreign leaders and even murdering them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, In 1976, George H.W. Bush assumed the title as, you know, head of the CIA, but he actually had been working with them for years covertly. Okay. Uh, He was still in the oil business, there was a lot of foreign influence he had and stuff like that. And he was a CIA asset. All right. But when he went to head the CIA, he was branded as kind of uh, and I think Ford put him in there right before the election against Carter. I don't think Carter appointed him. I believe it was George, uh, General Ford, one of the last things he did. Um, He branded Bush as an outsider of the CIA okay that you know what was happening was because of the 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 church committee and then the committees prior to that that, that talked about the MK ultra projects and things like that these are all hearings in the Senate yeah Mike do you ever hear that supposedly
0: John Hinckley senior was a not a neo-nazi time traveler have you ever heard that one a neo-nazi what time traveler <laughs> no
1: I never heard that oh man
0: look look I love that thing you'll be You'll be you'll be laughing, and, then, John, and then,
1: John Hinckley Sr. So the, yeah. the father.
0: So the okay. father, supposedly, he had a connection to um, all that. Then the ultrasound, and he also the the the, um, the all those all those are programmed, but also all those they all hooked up with Reagan and Bush.
1: I think Reagan was out of the loop with all that. I don't think he. I don't no, think he thinking, knew.
0: I'm saying that they were linking that he saw this guy was a time traveler. That's what Bush wanted to take him out. So
1: he doesn't leak it. Bush wanted to take out Reagan. Yeah, because he knew the old the other guy was a time traveler. It's some weird thing. Some guys. I got all All right. Now you threw a monkey wrench into what. <laughs>
0: I had no idea
1: of this, man.
0: How funny is that? I, it was yeah. weird. I'm reading this. And I'm like, you know. But they also described the guy that came with this theory as a crazy conspiracy theory guy, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely you know, when it comes to the time travel stuff and people talking about that, I you know, I got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. All right. Now, I think that the CIA is involved with a lot of things. Okay. Uh, I don't know about time travel. We'll have to see. But um, now, Russ Baker, in the research for his book, Family Secrets, he found that right after the Reagan assassination attempt, yeah, there was a newspaper which is now defunct, it's not there anymore, called the Houston Post. They started digging around in the connections between the Bush and the Hinckley family, okay, which I'm going to go into on their connections in a second. When, when the Houston Post started digging around, they, they 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 were reporting about some connections. The Associated Press and even Newsweek picked up on this for a minute, basically one or two articles, and then the story was gone. Gone. Okay, it was just squashed. Now, the Hinckleys and the Bushes—they were two families that went back together for decades. Both- yeah, they, they know each other. Yeah, it yeah. Was, both uh, had, they made their fortunes because
0: of the oil business. Yeah, right. yeah. You're right with that. The Houston Post was the one that that defunct. The, the, the Houston Post is now defunct, the and they were connecting some stuff.
1: Right, right. They were they were doing some what's called real journalism, something you don't see today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um but these two families were connected in the oil business and the Hinckley's had even donated to George H W Bush's political campaigns over the years when he was starting out. Now they also supported George W Bush's first attempt to run for Congress in 1978, which failed. Okay. He did not win that seat, but the families also socialized. They they did, they did hang out. Um, Now, but just John... what you know what? If 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 Hinckley was successful, Bush would have been the president. Well, that's you know, you gotta wonder, and I'm gonna go into the the, the differences between Reagan and, and Bush and what could have made this happen. Now now with um with the Hinckley's, John Hinckley Jr. had psychiatric problems. And it, it was it was a, you know, known within the Hinckley family that he was not well. And you you would think that the Bushes being somewhat connected with them in a, I don't know how tight they were, but they definitely were part of the same circles. They were family, they were friends, they were family friends. They were family friends, right. They would know, I believe they would know about Hinkley's psychiatric issues. Okay. I'm sure it had to have come up in conversation. Now, to discuss the shooting, okay, uh, it happened Monday, March 30th, 1981. If you remember, uh, Reagan came out of the hotel in Washington, D.C. I believe it was the uh, Hilton. Okay. And came out the front door and got blasted. Okay. As well as as, uh, James Baker and a couple other people there uh, got shot. Now, he, Reagan was pushed into the limousine driven away uh what had happened was a bullet i believe passed through one of the other people and hit him in the in the lung and he was bleeding internally and you know when the when the shooting happened they kind of played down the media kind of played down how bad reagan was i think they didn't want the country to know that he was you know he could die Okay. But that was, you know, and that's been the last time a president's been shot. Okay. Now, um, the shooting took place on Monday, March 30th, 1981. Neil Bush, who was George H.W. Bush's son, um, son of the vice president at the time, okay, was going to have dinner with his wife, Sharon, and a girlfriend of hers who was bringing Scott Hinckley along. As a date, Scott was John Hinckley Jr.'s older brother. Yep. All right. Now they they had dinner plans that night. And Neil Bush, Sharon Bush, and Scott Hinckley all lived in Denver. Scott's father, oil company Vanderbilt, uh, Scott's, Scott's father's oil company called Vanderbilt Oil, was headquartered in Denver at that time. And Scott. was the company vice president. Now, John Hinckley Jr. at the time of the shooting technically was living with his parents in Denver as well. That's where his address was given. Okay. So, you know, and again, this is something that was never investigated after the fact. And it was dropped real quick from, uh, right. Right. It was dropped real quick and uh, no one ever looked into this. Now, this connection puts these two families in such close proximity over an extended period of time that it's likely Neil Bush knew about John Hinckley Jr.'s psychiatric issues. Right. Yeah. And he would have mentioned these possibly to his father, George HW Bush. Now, but you know,
0: like the year before, like in 19 um 1980, he got arrested in Nashville for carrying three guns.
1: I was gonna mention that. Okay. And they did that was during uh when Jimmy Carter was in yeah. that day. Okay. And you know, it's believed that Hinckley was stalking Carter. Okay, now for some reason he was never fingerprinted or charged with anything when he was arrested, but he had three guns on him at the airport. That's crazy. Now, why would that be? Why would you not fingerprint him? Why would you not charge him? Okay. Well, why why wouldn't you be on the list? Okay. Right. I would think that he would be on a watch list of some kind at that point. Okay. Now, here's another thing. During the primaries, when Reagan was running, remember, Bush was running against him. Okay. In the Republican primaries. And they had heated debates and they were thought not to really like each other too much. All right. If you go back and you watch some of these clips, it's, 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 it's odd to think, you know, when they're debating, it's, it's odd to think that he would pick him as his VP. Okay. And I do remember this even being mentioned in the media as a kid, like, you know, oh, why'd he pick him? Okay. Now, um, why would Bush want to have Reagan killed? I'm going there, okay. Maybe he did, okay. Um, the main reason for me, and 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 Russ Baker makes this connection, and I agree with him, okay, is that uh, really it was about policy and where the country and the world was going to go. And tell me if this doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Reagan was a America first kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. And Bush, his foreign policy ideas were more about creating a new world order. Okay. And Bush is on record talking about a new world order. He made a speech when he finally did become president. Okay. And these policies between these two men clashed in the White House. And the new secretary of state, who was Alexander Haig, he was often caught in the crossfire between the president and the vice president. This is in the first, you know, 90 days of the presidency. Wow. All right. This was going on. And, you know, when I, when I asked you, does it sound familiar? Kind of sounds like what Trump was dealing with. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, Reagan, even though he had been a governor and, he had been politically active for years. Uh, was still kind of an outsider, not taken seriously. Oh, he's just an actor.
0: Yeah, okay. but he was the what's he think, the governor of California? Or something. He, he was.
1: He was. I I think two term. If I remember right, I don't I don't remember, but I, I believe so. Uh, but you know, this was in the '60s. He was he was governor, and um, he might have been one term. I don't I don't recall, uh, but. You know, he was not taken seriously, you know, and when he ran for president, he talked about America in a very, you know, we're going to make America great again. Really, that's kind of like the same kind of shit that Trump was talking about. Yeah. And and then, you know, if you remember, there was a commercial that the Democrats put out in the in the election, the general election, saying how Reagan was going to start a nuclear war.
0: Oh I remember that. That was they, they
1: they they said that about Trump too. Okay. So very similar things happening you know today compared to 1980. Um in the fall of 1980 before the election John Hinckley Jr was arrested. We know that, okay? And not fingerprinted. Well or charged. Why? Well, you know, is it possible Rob, you know, maybe you want to make a comment on this. Is it possible that he was a CIA asset and he was, he was like programmed to kill? But
0: you know what the problem with this guy also? He was also stalking like Jody Foster. This guy just had mental
1: issues. But- he did. He did. But doesn't it seem, doesn't it know- seem? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: You know what's another interesting thing? The guy never really went to a jail where well, he got released after 35 years. He was like in a mental institution. Yes, and he, he never would... really went to a
1: jail. So think about that
0: thing. That's what they probably you know how how long can they hold him? Just let him just let him go. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, but and and interesting when he when he was put in a mental uh, hospital, it was Saint Elizabeth's in Washington D.C., yeah. which is known on record. As a place where the CIA did MK Ultra stuff. Yeah. Okay, so you know you have that connection. Um, you know. The this is was, all, maybe this it took is, 35 years to deprogram him. Uh, maybe, or maybe not even that long, and they just had to, you know, make sure that the the uh, the story disappeared. Yeah. You know what I mean? To just put it out of the public. I mean, who thinks about Reagan today? Nobody. Nobody. All right. Uh, so, you know, um, the fact that he was arrested in the airport, never charged, never fingerprinted—if he was a, uh, uh, you know, programmed as some kind of rogue element of the CIA to do this assassination, which, you know, is is kind of like what you're hearing today with certain things. Um, I, I was watching a, a Sean Stone. Episode from his famous Buzz Saw show, and yeah. talked about, uh, you know how people, and even you know ISIS, were were CIA operatives and 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 you know programmed in MK Ultra, and that when they were deprogrammed, was very similar to what happened like in a cult, like the Jonestown cult oh yeah okay like the same kind of symptoms now if you you think about uh isis okay one thing about isis when that formed in the middle east in the wake of of obama pulling our troops out of iraq prematurely yeah fucking things up over there and i mean you know it was all intentional okay isis was formed many people that joined isis Weren't even from Muslim countries. Okay. They were from Christian countries and they came from families that didn't always have Muslims in them. Okay. And, and I mean, they remember there was like some French people and Brits. Yeah. There were stuff like that. People, so they, you know, people from all people from the other parts of Europe, Germany, I think. Uh, they were all programmed Progress. to kill. To kill. Okay. So Hinckley definitely could have been one of these people because they like to use mentally disturbed or people that they can control, people that are down on their luck, okay, don't have much to live for or feel that they don't have much to live for. Okay. And people like that are very easy to manipulate. All right. And I mean, you know, we might have met people like this in our lives. OK, people that are kind of like easily led in one direction or another. Right. Definitely. You know, we know we know some people like that personally. I know, I, I'm not going to name names, but we know we know people like that, that are fucking sheep. OK. And, you know, how hard is it for the CIA rogue elements of the CIA, okay? And I believe there's rogue elements in the FBI as well. Uh, just to get off topic for a second, the Buffalo shooting, the white supremacist kid with the with the manifesto that shot the supermarket up recently, okay? They found, and this is, you know, you can look this up in a, in a Buffalo local newspaper, okay? The article's been around. They found that he was talking to a, a retired FBI agent are in chat rooms. So what was this guy doing? And he, there's, there's some evidence that he may have even known what this kid was going to do prior to doing it. Yeah. I heard, I heard that too. I also heard
0: that he also had breakfast, like with some black dude before he did the shooting. He wasn't racist at all. There's a lot of weird stuff coming out like that now.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear that, but, but I'm not surprised because they just do this as the, as the card or it's a race day. Right. I I think that that's whenever they can pull the race card, they do it. Okay. Uh, Because anything to create chaos and hatred and, and, and in, and in this country, whenever you pull the race card in America, it, it shuts down any kind of conversation, any kind of, any kind of, di- Oh, you're racist. Okay now conversation over. Okay. You can't, you can't, it just shuts it down. And that's what these rogue elements that are part of the deep state, rogue elements of the CIA and the FBI. I think that they, they pull the strings here for these kinds of things. Uh, There was the mass shooting in Texas, which was horrible, absolutely horrible with the children. Okay. But even with that, how did a guy, that the 18 year old kid living with his or 17, whatever he was, Ramos living with his, his grandmother poor and was bullied and teased for being poor. Okay. How did he afford two top level AR 15 rifles? Not just regular AR 15s. These were like the next, next level up with extra stuff on them. Okay. Uh, and he also was driving a seventy thousand dollar Ford to the scene. <laughs> where did you get that? Where do he get the money? Where? Where? Follow the money. That's if you follow the money in most of these cases, you'll 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 find something. Okay, I don't under, I don't understand it. How he you know could have afforded? Who who bought him the guns? I mean, he bought the guns himself, but where do he get the money?
0: Somebody had to give him the money.
1: Well, why isn't that being looked at? Why is it just okay? We're gonna blame law enforcement. Now, I, I I have a big problem with the law enforcement around that school at that at that shooting. I don't know why it took them over an hour to, to yeah, take no, this guy that, out.
0: That was just bad leadership. They fucked up.
1: They fucked up. But also, what's not being discussed, and I've seen this in print, okay, is that a back door that was normally locked was propped open and that's might be how this guy got in okay mm. what why that would mean I mean come on you know what's the chances of that that had to be on purpose all right anyway we're getting off topic with the bushes okay but what I'm trying to say is that there's there's a lot going on in the world even back then okay 1980 uh to kind of create this new world order. And I believe that the Bushes have been right in the middle of that. I mean, look at the history. They go back as as, you know, Nazi sympathizers, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh they did business with the Germans. Uh they also um in in the uh in their uh the Zapata oil going back to fifth to nineteen fifties. Okay. Zapata oil you know, was involved with a lot of things going on in Latin America, okay, and, and, and Banana Republics and, you know, political shit, deposing deposing of people in power and, you know, things like that. Um, uh, you know, Bush, George Bush Sr., you know, and he's, he's deemed as a war hero because he was shot down. Uh, he was a Navy pilot. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think he was that great a person. Sorry, I'm not gonna sugarcoat the guy. Why not? Why not? Because <laughs> he just
0: look. look I not think he was that. I thought he was all right,
1: man. You know what? I, I I would trust him
0: more than the Clintons.
1: Um, I think it's two sides to the same coin. Okay, you want to know what I think? Uh, I mean, let's let's flash forward to his funeral. Yeah. Okay. When he passed away in 2018, right a few months after Barbara Bush, his longtime wife, had died, and I, I, he was not well. He was in a wheelchair mostly, and and I said to myself, I said, "Shit, she died. Yeah, you know, he's he's going next because that's how it goes with people yeah. that are married for so long." Now, have you ever heard about the story about the envelopes at the funeral? No. You don't know about this, Rob? No, no, I did not know about this. Okay, okay. And everybody listening, if you don't know about it, go on Rumble. Uh, YouTube doesn't have these clips. But go on Rumble and look up George H.W. Bush funeral envelopes. And there's a lot of video footage of family members, which include George W. Okay, Laura Bush, right, together. uh Hillary Clinton sitting next to Bill. Yeah. Um uh Biden and and Dr. Jill right next to right next to him. Okay. Uh very interesting. The Trumps come in, okay, Melania and, and and Donald and all the other people are sitting in the pew in the church. You have you have uh Laura Bush, you have Obama is there. Obama receives an envelope. Okay. Um the envelopes were like yellow in color and stuffed inside the book that you get at a funeral like that, you know, like a little memorial book. And so many of these videos have been dissected, slowed down, uh, focused close, as close as they can on in any clear way. Every one of these people, except for Hillary Clinton, but every one of these people, when they open the envelope, are in shock, what they see. The expressions on their faces drop. And Neil, uh, not Neil, uh, Jeb Bush, George W.'s brother, okay? He is standing next to uh, Laura. So it will be his sister-in-law. And George W. is on the other side of them, okay? When Laura looks at the envelope, Huff face drops and you see Neil look over and he actually, at that point, uh, the old man's casket was being brought past them and he had his hand on his heart. And in the shock, he actually drops his hand and you see his face. Like, what am I looking at here on the Yeah, I wonder what was in the envelope. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that say, and, and we don't know. Okay. Uh, there are some videos out there that that say this is what it is, and it says and 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 they focus in on it. It could be photoshopped, I don't know, but it says something like they know everything. Sorry. Oh man. Okay. I want real. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you know. Many people say that you know George H. W. Bush, at the end of his life, flipped and ratted everybody out. Now he may have ratted everybody out to people in the Trump administration. And that is what a lot of people believe that, that many people in the Trump administration found out about what's been going on on a global level. You know, these giant, uh, pedophile rings and, and information that Bush, the old man things that he had done in his life. Uh, one thing too is, 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 you know, and again, I, I've never been able to confirm this is true, but it's an interesting coincidence. Bush's flag on his coffin was wrinkled. Now, if you look at every, you know, it was it was, wrinkled. yeah, it was when you went when someone of that caliber, an ex-president or, you know, someone high up in power dies and they put the American flag on the coffin. Yeah. Okay. It's always very tight. It's very tight around the uh, the lid, like it goes under the lid, and tight. Okay, very ironed and pressed. Okay, and you'll notice that you can go back to Kennedy's funeral. You can go back to FDR's funeral and look at these clips, and it's like, wow, it looks almost painted on. It's like so tight, you know, on the on the uh, on the coffin. Well, interestingly, George H. W. Bush's flag was wrinkled and it's supposed to mean I've never confirmed this with, with people. I've asked around people that have military service but they say it could mean it's a sign among the powers that be that a person with a wrinkled flag is a traitor. Mm. Now, who, you know who else had a wrinkled flag? Who? McCain. Oh no. McCain. Now, is it possible that you know George H. W. Bush, uh, you know, flipped at the end and talked? Very possible. He had to know a lot of things. Okay, he was an old man. Maybe he had second thoughts about his life. Um, you know, uh, have you ever heard of the Franklin conspiracy? No. What's the Franklin conspiracy? OK, the Franklin conspiracy, uh, I, it's too much to get into today. OK, it's, it, we could do three shows on this. There's a there's a a, a book by an author named DeCamp that that wrote about this. This was the Boys Town, Nebraska. Connection with D.C. and pedophilia um, in the late 70s, there was and, and and I believe early 80s, I think it went into that. Um, there was a pedophile ring from Boys Town, which is a charity, you know, for, to help boy orphans in the... You heard of Boys Town, right? Yeah. Okay. That, you know, got, boys were trafficked to certain sick fucking pedophiles in Washington. And there was a guy who was up and coming... Uh, A black conservative pastor, Uh, his name was Larry King, not not the CNN Larry King, but the black Larry King. He was a reverend in uh, in the uh, Omaha, Nebraska area. And he you know, if you look up this guy, he was an up and coming star in the Republican Party. And he was a reverend and people thought that he had a political career ahead of him and all that. Well, he got arrested on all these like, you know, money laundering and bribery charges. And it turned out he was like a major fucking pedophile. And some of this stuff, the the, the ring, led to people in DC high up within, you know, the political parties, in this case, particularly the Republican Party. Now during the, the early years of the Reagan administration when this story was, was breaking, uh, and, and believe me, they did everything to squash this story and they pretty much did. Okay. But it, 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 it did get press. Okay. Uh, there was an aide to George HW Bush that was a major pedophile, major homosexual. Okay. Oh man. Uh, And he was actually involved with, you know raping these little boys, so they were teenagers, okay, and some of these people have come forward over the years and said, "Yeah, you know, I was raped, and i they also said, and this is where it gets nuts, that they were given tours of the White House late at night, and they could describe rooms that are not even you know the public can't go to. Wow. OK, because, you know, when you go to the White House, you only see a little bit of it. You can't see the whole place. You yep. don't go you don't go up into the president's area, his personal area, none of that stuff. You see the historical rooms and things like that, but but not the uh, not the the living quarters of the president. Well, they he was able to describe some of that stuff. To some of these people, these these kids that are now adults. OK, not the president's area. Reagan was not involved with this, but but how how did this guy do this and and get away with it without someone higher up knowing, okay? And there's, there's some of these, I believe in this Boys Town case, some of these people uh, point fingers at George H.W. Bush.
0: Damn.
1: Okay. Um, you know, it, in, in certain circles, he's thought of as a pedophile. I never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, we could do shows about this and it gets crazy because it's a little, you know, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around it. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, these people, these elites will do anything for power. Okay. And, you know, Bush, I believe, really wanted to be president really did. And Reagan was in his way. Okay. And um, he he got halfway there in 1980 by being nominated as the vice president. Okay. But, you know, it's very possible that John Hinckley Jr. was used to take out Reagan to put Bush in power and obviously didn't do a good enough job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he didn't get the job done. No, he did not.
1: Okay. Um one thing too, I gotta mention another weird little connection, is that um John Hinckley Senior, his his nickname was Jack Hinckley. He was deeply involved with um a non organization, NPO called World Vision. World Vision receives heavy funding from the USAID organization. It's USAID. Okay. Now they're closely associated with funding the CIA funding with the CIA, a lot of money between those organizations. Um you know who else worked for World Vision? Who? Mark David Chapman. Oh man. That's the, the man who shot John Lennon in December of nineteen eighty. Yeah. Only only four months four months before Reagan would be shot. I think
0: that, I think, I think that guy was definitely programmed to do
1: that. Yeah, I believe so too. Okay. Cause, uh, anybody else would have shot Yoko too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, uh, but, but, uh, you know, nothing about all of this has ever been investigated. Um, the, the, the connections are there. The, this is something that's, you know, there's enough dots to connect here and and if you start digging, you might find something there. I don't understand why this, you know, has never been looked at. Uh, you know, you also, the, might, the, wanna, the,
0: you also might not want to find it.
1: Well, maybe when you start digging around, someone squashes it. But I believe the Bushes are not as powerful as they were even a few years ago because this election cycle is the first time in decades like at least 50 years, I think, that there is not a Bush in power somewhere or running for office somewhere. Okay. So, you know, I mean, they're, they're a family on the decline, I think. Okay. As far as political power, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but as far as being in office, they're not. So, you know, it's, it's funny because For for all you see in the media is, you know, when it comes to Republicans, the media hates them. And, you know, there's such a slant in the media towards the liberal Democrats, Democrats. But yet with something like this, you would think one of these like ultra left wing journalists that really don't care what you think about their opinions would look at this. But they they kept it quiet. They keep it quiet. So to me it's all one big fucking game man. It's all you know these 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 the, the, the media is in the pocket of the elites and the, and the and the and the deep state. And it doesn't really matter if it's Democrat or Republican. It's all part of the same coin. It's two sides of the same coin. Right?
0: Yeah, it really is. Like when you look at it, it really is it's, it's almost there's no difference now. It's like everybody's just yeah. saying it's a money laundering thing now. Everybody's making
1: money. Yeah. And, you know, I uh, I've totally over the last, I don't know, five years, maybe a little bit longer. I, I've totally changed my political views in this country. I, I, you know, I used to be, you know, when 9-11 happened, I was like, OK, let's just turn the Middle East into glass and get rid of all these fucking people. OK. And and, you know, that's where I was. And I, I did vote for for Bush in his second term. I didn't vote for him in his first term. I actually voted for Gore, which is the last time I ever voted Democrat. But, uh, you know, it's all, as time went on, you see this, like, nothing gets done. And, and all, everybody just profits off of death. Okay. When it comes to war and all that. And then, you know, when you, you know, so many things now because of the internet over the last 20 years, so much information is out there that you 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 can't help but but change your outlook and you're like well these people are all the same and when you see them all together like it like it Bush's uh, the old man Bush 41's funeral okay when you see them all together and again everybody just don't believe me go on rumble look at it check out the envelopes being given out check out their faces but also check out how they treated Trump coming into the funeral, okay? And I'm just gonna say they treated them with fucking disdain. all right, you 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 see Hillary Clinton, Melania, who is a sweetheart, as far as everybody says, okay? Uh, not a tyrant first lady like Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton, okay? Uh, but but leaning over, Saying hi to Hillary and Hillary's just like nodding her head up and down like a fucking head bobbing doll. Okay, you know what I mean? If you watch this, Rob, like the look on Hillary Clinton's face and, you know, when everyone gets the envelopes, they all have a shock look on their face, except Hillary, who is stone faced because she is evil incarnate. I wish I wish I uh, you know, go back and watch this on Rumble. It's the, the clips are there. OK, you know, she's as absolute stone faced as can be when 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 she gets the envelope and opens it up. And everybody else is shocked. Now, when you see all these the presidents, Republicans and Democrats together and you see how they have this disdain for Trump. You just like, wow, you know, he's he wasn't part of their club. No, he was not. Now, I'm not trying to look, you know, people know I support Trump. But but the thing is, is I'm not trying to make it this comment to defend Trump or anything like that. I'm just talking about how these two parties are the uniparty. It's the same fucking thing. It's whether it's Bush or Clinton or Obama. It's the same shit. This
0: party was never meant to just be ran by one party, you know?
1: No,
0: like this government, you know, you had to have multiple party because once one, you know, you, well, it, if you go oh, back uh, in,
1: if you go back in history, Rob, and you read uh, George Washington's farewell speech.
0: Oh yeah, I read it. It's a very well
1: written speech. And, no, he was a very intelligent man. Okay, and how old this thing can get fucked up? How parties are a problem. Remember? Yep. Okay, and you know, probably the two best. Farewell speeches by any president of the United States is Washington giving that warning, and uh, Dwight Eisenhower giving the warning about the military-industrial complex. Okay, because he warned that the military is just becoming—it's—it's—it's becoming too bureaucratic and and too powerful that they you know become it, it takes on a life of its own. Remember, okay. Before, the day before 9-11, the day before, so that'd be September 10th, 2001, Donald Rumsfeld, right, Secretary of Defense, right, yeah. made a speech saying that they can't account, the, 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 the Pentagon cannot account for something like $2 trillion. Wow. All right. And, and you know, of, of spending. Like where did it go? Okay, two trillion dollars, and the next day we have this major attack, and the military is ramped up. I, you know, I I don't want to, you know, nine nine eleven is is one of those things that I don't like to 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 go there too much. But the truth is, is that there's too many coincidences with it with that in my mind for it to be the way they told us. Do you agree or do you um, still believe the narrative? You well,
0: know I, I, I saw the plane, I saw the stuff. Oh, no, I, no,
1: no, 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 I'm not saying there's no planes. I mean, that's stupid when people say that. I'm All just right?
0: saying that whatever happened, that was something that you would never think would happen for it to happen in one day. And and uh, I, I just think that somebody dropped the ball. That's 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 what I really believe. That somebody dropped the ball for that to happen. So many planes getting hijacked at one time, and that somebody. Well,
1: had- if you remember the nine eleven commission report, they found that the FBI and the CIA didn't connect the dots, and that the two agencies really didn't communicate with each other, <laughs> that's bad. information. Now, that could have been true. I I I tend to believe that. Okay. I definitely believe that. Yeah. Or you know, remember it, it 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 could be just an excuse with that sounds plausible. Okay. So I I I say I would like 85% believe that. Okay. That that's that's probably true in most cases, at least on official levels, that maybe they don't they don't share information. Now they do now. Supposedly it's been changed if we want to believe in, in all this. Uh but one de- thing that's
0: it definitely changed because you now you see them like they, they put information like especially like like right now you can get a license plate of a car, you can know exactly what this car was in the last twenty-four hours.
1: Well, what you're talking about is 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 all things that stem from the Patriot Act, okay, and other laws that have been written over the last twenty years that take away our fucking freedoms. That's that's not reforming the CIA or the FBI. That's that's because, you know, and remember, the Patriot Act was already written up. Yeah. Before 9-11, they just had it sitting there. okay, and also Bill Clinton, when he was president for the eight years prior to 9-11. OK, in the wake of the Oklahoma City bombing, he had. Some draconian stuff passed that you know they didn't emphasize that much, but they were able to expand on into the Patriot Act and change things. Okay, uh, you know the the government monitoring all information, you know, and all that. Uh, you know, I mean, they you know they monitor our phone calls, you know, they they monitor our our emails and our communications, our texts. OK, things will look, you know, if you if you write, I guarantee you, if you write bomb, 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 bomb bomb in a text to me. Something is going to go off because it's an algorithm with the word bomb. Yeah, probably. We OK, should. now, <laughs> you know, it, it, they'll look at it closer and they'll be like, OK, he's writing bomb 5000 times. But I mean, it, it, it I believe that there's certain words that are triggered uh, and, and this stuff is all, you know, gathered. And look at, um, did you watch 2000 mules yet? No, what's was that. Okay. 2000 mules is the, is the story, uh, put out by Dinesh D'Souza, the movie about the, how the election in 2020 was stolen. You haven't seen this yet? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Stream it. All right. It's fantastic. All right. What they, what they, there's been a media blackout of it. So I could understand you not being too aware of it. Um, everybody should see this movie. All right. It, it, I've watched it like twice already. Everybody should see it because I don't care where your position is. You can hate Trump, think he was the worst president of all time. And you might even think to this point that the election was legit. And I don't know how you could think that, but if you do, that's fine. But after you watch this, you, anybody, unless you really just don't want to think critically, you you will be like, hey, well, something's going on. Okay, I'll tell you why. They, they used cell phone pings. Okay? Now, you may not know this, but when we're talking on our cell phones, anything, really, even if you're just looking online, okay, uh, it sends out a specific signal. Oh, of course. Okay? Specific to that phone. Okay? And... You're able, as a citizen, to purchase that data. Now, what you're not allowed to have without government permission is to find out who that ping is, okay? There was a company, when they were putting this movie together, called True the Vote, this organization that has been around, I think, since 2010 or so, I think, believe, tw- 2009, 2010, that i believe it's a husband and wife team they monitor elections election fraud and things like that they bought what's called the metadata around the atlanta area near ballot boxes on on election day yeah okay 2020 Uh, i believe they did it in the philly area okay in pennsylvania and and in georgia now that was just a fraction right Okay, you know, Pennsylvania was a state that was contested. Georgia was a state that was contested. They didn't really do this in Arizona. and They didn't do it in Wisconsin and Michigan, but it's mentioned in the movie, okay? But they did a little bit in Detroit, I think. But um, when it came to, for instance, uh, for instance, Philadelphia area, Pennsylvania area, they found that the same cell phones were... Going back and forth between certain Democrat headquarters where ballots would be and ballot boxes like three, four, five, six times a day. They also caught the same cell phone pings going across the river into New Jersey. And back and forth into 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 the Pennsylvania area. Wow. Now. They were able to per- with the Freedom of Information Act. They were able to get, uh, though at first they were they had some resistance. They were able to get actual video of these people. Again, we don't know who they are, but actual video of them stuffing ballot boxes. And when I say ballot boxes, I'm talking about the ones that were left in the street in these states that you know, would to be picked up later and counted because we were doing all the mail-in ba- ballots because of COVID. Yeah. Okay. So they caught these people on video going to the same ballot box with stacks of ballots, not not like hundreds, but 20 at a time like that many times a day. And also they, they traced their pings to other ballot box locations. Yeah. now this technology Rob is used by law enforcement to track people and and they give an example in the movie there was a murder I believe it was in Atlanta okay of a it was in a parking lot there was a shooting and there was a young girl that was killed a child and they law enforcement uh, bought the metadata Okay, they don't buy it, they probably can just get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but they they just get it. And there were of you know, you go and you look at like a square block area, you know, two square block area at the time of the murder. Okay. There were many cell phones. You could see the dots. Okay, there's so many cell phones, but then they 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 narrow it down because they're able to law enforcement's able to get that information on who's who. Okay, and then they narrow it down and they run they run makes on these people and they find that, you know, there's two guys right there with like extensive records, criminal records. And they just narrow it down. And that's how that's how they get you with the fucking phone. Okay, so you get these dumbass criminals with the brand new iPhone 13 showing this shit off and they're just wearing a flag. Right, it's like come and get me. Yeah, it's just it's, just, it's just a get... ma- yeah, it's just a matter of time. But if you if you
0: if you if you see where you turn on the iPhone, it tells you: Do you want these people to track you or not track you? Because it do it know
1: it it. no it 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 doesn't matter. There's a, It's the sig- You're still using the phone. It's still yeah, yeah, on. Yeah.
0: No, but I mean, like, if you don't want Hulu to track what you're seeing or whatever, that's different.
1: Yeah, because of the apps. Yeah. yeah. Okay? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apps use this stuff. Okay. How many times have you, shit, you know, they're listening to us because I've seen it happen just on our shows. Things we talk about all of a sudden stuff pops up on my Facebook or something. Okay. It's like what we, what we were just talking about. Okay. So they listen. All right. They know, but also they know what you're shopping for and then you'll get You know things online related to what you're shopping for because they know you like that kind of thing. You know advertisers like to use this, but and they can track where you are. You know how many times have you walked into a store and then you look in your phone and you go, "What's this?" and it just says, "You know, what do you think of this location?" They'll say a review, make a review. They they know they know you walked into, you know, Target or something. Okay, so anyway, the. 2000 mules is, is a great film that uh, everybody should see. All right. And and I don't care where you stand politically on the spectrum uh, because, you know, the, the downfall of a country is, is when we stop believing in our institutions, no longer trust them. And I think, the election system in this country is suspect. I mean, it has been probably for many years before we even knew. But what we saw in 2020 was a was totally off the hook. And, you know, once you start chipping away at a country's institutions, it just falls apart. And that's all part of the New World Order shit. All right. That's all part of New World the New World Order idea. Is that America needs to be taken down. All right. And getting back to our original topic, George H.W. Bush, you know, talked openly about a new world order. What is it, You know, he made that speech and it was like, I remember even hearing that as a, I was about 20 years old or something. And, it, you know, I was like, what the fuck do you mean, new world order? I mean, that's a word that, that's a phrase that you should not be using as an American president. You agree? They wanted they wanted that that we're kind of
0: new world, or they just wanted to change the the way the government was being run. Cause you know what a lot of people ain't happy a lot of you know and some some of the new stuff they introduce is not benefit for everybody, you know, and some of the old stuff does work still, so I think that's when you, when you you start looking at stuff like that, you're like you know what there the, the gotta be a change you because know? world new world is not a scary thing, you know, but it's something that my head well, when
1: this. I when I hear words like "new world order," I think of you know, Clockwork Orange. I think of 1984. I think of Brave New World. You know, things like that, where we're talking about totalitarianism. All right, <laughs> uh, I think that that is. I mean, if you look at the way things are going today, with like COVID, the COVID lockdowns, the 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 World Health Organization, the WHO. Okay, you look at the who is now. We might, might have heard this. The who is now coming up with uh, like a treaty that countries are going to sign on to, and possibly us. That when they declare a pandemic, we lose control over certain aspects of our government. It goes yeah. under the control anyway. of the who. We cannot have that. We can't no. if, if 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 Biden. Well, actually, you know, for any treaty, the process is the Senate has to approve it. And our Senate is split 50-50 with uh, Camel Toe as the, as, the, as the deciding vote. OK, so I would think that there might be a few Democrats that would kind of be like, no, we're not doing this. So I don't think it would pass. But who knows? OK, this is the totalitarianism that is on the horizon in the world. You look at look at Canada the, in the news yesterday. Justin Trudeau wants to ban all handguns in the country. No handguns allowed.
0: Yeah, New Zealand did that right after. Remember New Zealand with that that guy went and shot the boss? Yeah. Got guns down right away.
1: Australia Australia banned guns too, and they gave up their gun private gun ownership. And look what happened during COVID. They were locked. They were in camps. They were they were locked. They were forced to be in camps if they were sick and wouldn't wouldn't get vaccinated. They put them in. They didn't call it a camp. They called it a, a center. Yeah. All right. You put me in a place I don't want to be. Yeah. All right. So call call it what you want. Okay. And, and there was a lot of riots and a lot of shit that went on. And we probably don't even know the half of it. I mean, Australia is a million miles away. All right. So, you know, the Western Western countries are that normally upheld democratic principles and, and, and freedom are not doing that anymore. Well, what, what, you know, even the United States, the United States has always, you know, stood for personal liberty. Uh, you know, are we perfect? No. We've always been a country in progress, kind of like in in, in in the making. And but but now you look at what's gone on in the last 10 years, 15 years that, you know, especially in the wake of these shootings that constantly Happen, especially when Democrats are running the show. It's always it, amazing,
0: and that that's when it happens.
1: It's always that. There was tons under Obama. There was hardly anything under Trump, and then and then it started up again. Now it's like in full. It's like every day, and and you know, you may not hear about it. it might just be four people, five people, but it's out there. It's happening all the time, and I don't think it's you know, th- there's no coincidence to that. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. I really don't. Very few. You
0: say it's just happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's just happening, but there's a reason for it happening. You know, I just, uh, I don't, I don't believe the narrative anymore. I'm tired of it being, oh, some white supremacist is this and that. And it's always like the same narrative. The one, the one that happened in, in uh, in Texas, was very similar. To the Sandy Hook shooting and how that went down. Yeah,
0: that was definitely,
1: you know, it almost looks like it's like the same narrative.
0: It's like almost verbatim.
1: Like it, verba- verbatim, right? Verbatim, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It is, you know, and and again, all of this, whether you're talking nine eleven, whether you're talking school shootings, <sighs> New World Order, it's very hard as a as an American to get our heads around this we have to kind of like unlearn what we've learned all right you know as kids we were taught you know we were taught anybody could be president of the united states anybody what happened when trump became president they tried to take him down he was he was never elected to anything else he's held one one elective office in his whole life and that was president and they and 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 they treated him like shit from from before he was even in office. They, Maxine Waters is saying we'll impeach him. <laughs> he didn't even do nothing yet.
0: It was savage.
1: It's savage. Okay, but it just shows that if you're not part of the uniparty, you don't play the game, you're not willing to sell your ass, you're not willing to keep your mouth shut, okay? Or you're not willing to just go along with things, you oh. will be Taken out. Now, I'm, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for when. I mean, I'm surprised Trump has never been shot at, uh, that we know of. Okay, uh, I'm waiting for that. That's the next level. Um, you know, and and the people that are doing this, if this was 75 years ago, it would have happened already. All right, because look at how many presidents have been assassinated. Were we be like four or five in our history, four something like that. Okay. Uh, many of them, when you look into it, you know, like Lincoln, right? Lincoln was the first president assassinated, I believe, very first. Am I right? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. Um, There's evidence that his assassination really came out of what was the intelligence uh, organizations of the North and the South. The North had put a hit out on Jefferson Davis during the war. Okay. Jefferson Davis was the president of the Confederacy. And there was a plot discovered by the Confederacy to kill him. And it was, it was stopped. Okay. And people, you know, people involved were arrested in this and that, but there was a lot of back and forth between the intelligence agencies of, of both sides. and, Lincoln ended up being the sacrificial lamb, in a sense, of that whole thing. All right, he he was killed in the theater. They finally got to him. There were other attempts on on Lincoln that that don't get get discussed. There were other plots and other attempts on him before the night in the theater. All right, but the theater was the one that got him, the John Wilkes Booth. Okay, and uh, you know it's this stuff's been going on forever okay now what the reason i brought that up is i'm saying you know how come no one's taking a shot at trump yet i i I think it's because trump probably has his own i think he i think i know he does has his own security on top of the the stuff you get
0: he probably got he'd be stupid
1: he'd be stupid
0: not to right yeah, he got to, You, you there's always somebody that... Especially you know, for him. ...some crazy person or some angry person. Yeah. just never know. You know, it's crazy.
1: It's very crazy. It's very crazy. All right, so, you know, we talked a lot of today about George H.W. Bush. Uh, I have not read this book, Family of Secrets, and I'm going to read it at some <laughs> point soon, and... Uh, I want to find out more about what... what it what, sounds interesting.
0: Family of secrets, you know, it sounds very interesting.
1: Well, there's a lot of secrets in that family. Okay, and and uh, I believe Sharon Bush, who was married to Neil Bush, was not at the funeral for George H.W. Bush, which is strange. I think they're not married anymore, but why would she not be there? I, I don't know. You think she would have been? Uh, there's some some weird shit about that online too that I haven't gotten to read yet but just uh, the connections between the Bushes and the Hinckleys have never been investigated and there's a lot of information by the FBI that was investigated that you just can't get so you know they just will not release it
0: but maybe there's a reason why they won't release
1: it yeah, maybe they know (laughs) maybe maybe they know exactly the connection yet Okay, And the possible motive or, you know, an idea of it. I mean, when you have a sitting vice president that is in close proximity with the family of a shooter of the president. How do they not look at that?
0: That's crazy, man.
1: I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell right there. Very simply put, we talked for an hour about it, but very simply put is how do you not investigate this and when it was tried to be investigated by journalists it was squashed so wow so this was, this was another, 40 years ago so another interesting
0: show on conspiracy 420 man and uh, the bush Hinckley connection
1: <laughs> right
0: i still think that that whole thing is fascinating it's such a small world yeah. and then having dinner here too where he got shot this is a lot of it's crazy
1: all these elites know each other. All these these big-time rich guys, they all know each other. They have to. And why do they all live so long? Okay, I mean, George W. Bush was like 90-something. Rock, David Rockefeller was like almost 100, something like that. Well, they get you know, the best stuff, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know. It's all... I don't know. I mean, there's a lot... Lots of ways to extend your life. Who the fuck knows what they, kind of drugs they take? <laughs> Good ones. <laughs> stuff that weird stuff we don't even know exists.
0: All right, Mike. So, how can people reach you if they're looking for you?
1: Okay. Well, I'm all over the place. You can find me on Instagram, RockerMike212. Uh, you can find me on um, CloutHub, MeWe, Parlor, Twitter, all under RockerMike. Uh, I believe Twitter. I'm Rocker Mike 212 as well. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Rocko Mike, because Rocker Mike's not a real name, according to Zuck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rock, Rocko Mike. And then, of course, there's the, the Rock Show Podcast group page, uh, which we talk about the music and everything like that every day. Where can we find you, Rob? You can find me anywhere, getting lumped up. Just look
0: it up, getting lumped up. And, um... You'll see my big head in there. And uh, and once you find it, it's a link to all our shows, our uh, YouTube channel, the, all the podcasts, Twitter account, and all the good stuff you can find us on in um in the Getting Lumped Up universe. So, yeah, look up Getting Lumped Up. And um you find the website, and it has the links to all our social media stuff. So check it out. Also, if you're listening to this show, also support the YouTube channel. We got a bunch of other shows there. Rocking,
1: the Freak Show, and so on and so on. And of course, the, uh, the Son of Sam Chronicles, we're called Denaro, yep. uh, that we've done very well with over the last six months. Uh, that will be on the YouTube channel, the Getting Lumped Up YouTube channel. But this Conspiracy 420, we're going to keep it here on, on audio only, on all the podcast engines through Anchor and Spotify, but it will be on everything else. Um, and again, we're just making a change now with this with this show in particular Conspiracy 420. We need a little more a little more freedom to discuss things than YouTube's willing to give us.
0: Yeah. And with that, we are out and we'll see you next time. Remember, don't get drunk.
1: Get lumped up. We'll see you next week. Take care, people.